Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I think this is going to be a pretty cool episode. A lot of insights I'm sure will be shared. So Camilla Smith, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. This is definitely a, I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, it's a lot of what I do. Obviously, the entrepreneurship is, is a big piece um, and kind of blending that into my other work, right? So as a, as a therapist, I'm interested to see where this conversation will take us. Same here, because I think that's a very interesting combination of professions. So I am excited. So speaking of that, I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. And that's by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? So kind of a, a twofold um, thing here. One, I am a, I'm a licensed psychotherapist and I have a private practice. And as a, as throughout my career as a therapist, I realized that there was a lot more that I needed to learn, that I wanted to learn, that I wasn't understanding. So I went back to school um, and focused on my dissertation, all of my research for my doctorate in health sciences on the use of natural remedies for anxiety disorders. And fast forward to in the beginning of this year, um, you know, feeling really excited and blessed. Um, I was able to come together with two other amazing women and we launched a nutraceutical um, or supplement uh, that combines all of the research that I conducted. And so that's a, a daily multi-pack. So my role, I have a role as a therapist and then I have a role as the chief clinical officer. Um, so on one end, it's the people, you know, kind of one-on-one -on -one, and the other one is a lot of the science, uh, um, you know, kind of the formulation part and then also providing consultations on that end. Okay. And so the therapy then, that, that came first, right? Yes. Okay. And so... What like what what inspired you then to to branch off and add the second component of what you do? You know, while I was about like five years into um, my journey as a therapist, I was working for a clinic that also had primary care, so that you know people would go to the doctor, and we would get referrals. Um, and a lot of these referrals were people that would go to their doctor and say, hey, I'm having, you know, chest palpitations, my stomach's hurting, and they would get referred over. And what I started to notice was that big interplay between the physical, you know, um, symptoms that sometimes many of us experience, headaches, stomach aches, um, you know, our chest hurts, and mental health. And as a result of that, I also realized that I didn't know much about that. 
I have no idea, right? Like at that point, I knew that these physical symptoms were caused by anxiety, but didn't necessarily kind of have that understanding um, and started to feel kind of limited in my ability to really help people because I myself wasn't like completely clear on the connection, right? Like how does our thoughts affect, really truly affect our body? So I went, um, that's when I decided to go back to school. And I also focused on clinical nutrition. So it really came from a place of uh, me, you know, feeling that there was more to learn and kind of diving deeper and deeper and deeper. And as I did, I started to kind of learn more about the mind-body connection, um, which has been a really exciting journey. Okay, nice. Because there definitely is a connection there, you know, and you can see it pretty clearly. So it's exciting that you saw that as well and decided to branch off into that. So how, so is there any like connection between these two when you're practicing the other or are they pretty separate? Um, they, you know, there is some, who I am, you know, my, whether it's insights, tools, knowledge as a therapist definitely comes into play in the consultation piece, um, with the, so become is the company we, So we offer um, consultations where we meet one-on-one and I conduct these consultations with our customers to see if they have any questions. We offer a complimentary one and then also a 30-minute one. And actually right now we are launching a personalization program. So what that means is that there is an initial consultation and then there is a recommendation of specific um, nutrients, vitamins for individuals based on what they're going through and then they get sent the 28 day supply or they you know can choose the 28 day supply of the supplements um so the consultation piece i that's where a lot of the two worlds kind of blend right because uh since we are a mental wellness company um we're not just talking about the supplements but also how we're doing how we're feeling how our body is feeling so i think that would be the, the area that i see the most intersecting Right. Okay. Nice. That's pretty awesome. So I'm curious when you decided to add the second arm to, to what you're doing, to your work, uh, what was your biggest fear of doing that? And did that fear end up coming true? So, you know, to be completely honest at this point, well, let, let me kind of backtrack a little bit. Um, my re- so I've been conducting the research for you know a couple of years um, and just reading a lot of articles and doing all of this. While I was going through my research for my dissertation, I'm really big into manifesting, super big, you know, into having goals, big goals that I can see in front of me and, you know, I can work towards. So something that I put on my vision board last year was that I wanted to launch a nutraceutical company. Now, I didn't know, as in most of my life, it just kind of trust the process and let it unfold, right? So uh, December, I got, I got a call or um, from someone that I knew, her name is Vanessa, from a previous nonprofit. And she said, hey, I'd love to talk. Uh, basically, I'm working with someone and we're thinking of, you know, this idea for a company. And we think it would be really cool for us to kind of you know, to work together, to collaborate in some way. And I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, well, what is it? And she tells me exactly what I had, you know, in mind, like literally, I mean, like a year before she's like, well, we're thinking of launching the superceutical company. At that point, it was kind of like, well, we're ready to go. Right. Because I've, I've had all this research. I'm excited. Let's go. 
so so far, I mean, I, I think we're in this growing, uh, this growth process. So a lot of the, let's say, obstacles that we might be facing um, are, you know, we're adapting as we go, right? There hasn't, um, it's all kind of like this newer. So we launched the really, really launched the product um, in, let's say, well, in May, but it didn't kind of start to pick up traction until like August. So it's, you know, kind of early, early phases at this point. Um, so I would say more than kind of setbacks, it's been really exciting and um, just more or less like this actualization of a lot of our, you know, ideas and dreams coming true. Right. Okay. I, lo- I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, were you like, so would you consider yourself then an entrepreneur? Yes. So I used to work for a company um, at, for my private practice, right? And something that I think was really difficult for me was that working for a wonderful company, by the way, but there's you know, certain protocols to follow. And as I started to learn more about the integration of, you know, kind of our mental health and our physical health, there were things that it, it made sense to talk about to clients, right? If someone's having trouble sleeping, hey, melatonin could be a great option, right? Valeria and chamomile, here are some, some supplements, some natural things that we can try. However, the place that I was working in, um, there were certain limitations as to the information that we could share, right? Because um, they, they're very mindful of kind of staying on within scope, right? But that wasn't necessarily fitting my own kind of approach to wellness, which is very integrative. You know, I'm also a hypnotherapist, yoga teacher, certified in Reiki. So there's a whole lot of wellness going on. Um, So I needed that flexibility. And that's when I, you know, I branched off and launched my own um, or started my own private practice. And that has been uh, for the past six years, I've been in private practice. And I literally just jumped into it, not knowing anything about it, you know, just kind of was like, well, I'll kind of figure it out as I go. Um, so currently, you know, I, I run and manage um, my practice and actually I'm in a, in a really exciting stage on that end too, of looking to bring on other clinicians um, and kind of expand. Okay, nice. That's pretty exciting because I know that because I mean, a lot of especially with, you know, therapy, it is not always in private practice. So, wanted to, so, you know, I was curious as to as to, you know, your entrepreneurial status. But I think that is that's really exciting. So what would be because I, I am a big fan on the podcast of actionable advice, right? I hate it when I see people who read book after book. And, and listen to, pod, you know, how many hours of podcasts, but they don't actually do anything those books or podcasts tell them to do. So you have been able to create this dream for yourself, right? You have this dream to, to go into uh, this health side of, of what you do. You decided to make it happen. So what would be a piece of advice you'd give to someone who was wanting to create something for themselves in that same way? Yeah. So one, one thing that I will you know, say is that's really important is learning to, to sit with, listen to and be guided by our a, a combination of things between intuition, right? So kind of those gut feelings that we have. Also, just finding that place in the middle between our logical, our emotional self and, and our intuitive place. 
what's interesting there is that so when we think about like our gut, we think about gut feelings, right? Um, the we know and we've established that there's a direct connection between our brain and our gut, right? And they communicate back and forth. And if we even think about feelings, right? We say it's a gut feeling. It's in our gut. When we have feeling or when we feel, I've never really felt anything in my brain, right? Like. I felt it in my stomach, like a stomach, you know, like, or maybe in your chest, right? So that our stomach is a, there's actually a whole other separate nervous system there by the enteric nervous system that works independent of our primary one. Um, so what this means is that our stomach has the ability to, to sense, to feel, to sense signals and to kind of help us make choices, right? We feel stuff in our stomach, but we also can feel fear. And it's really important to determine, right, what's the difference between an exciting dream and a decision versus fear and starting to hold space for them both at the same time. You know, a lot of times I think what stops us is we have these feelings, we have this fear that comes over our body, right, and it paralyzes us. Like we we might feel quite literally incapable of doing certain things, right, like and and it's so one piece, you know, that I of advice or something that I would say that was really important to me was to learn to hold space for the duality of, you know, the reality that we might have fear and but it's also exciting. Right. And being able to kind of tap into both um, and really sitting with, OK, so what is a emotional response? Right. What's the projection? What am I projecting out into the future? Because sometimes our anxiety and our worry about taking a step is not even in the moment. Right. Because we haven't done it yet. We're thinking about what might happen, what could happen. Right. And that's a projection. That's not in the moment. So it's really being present with what we're feeling so that we can actually, you know, take care of maybe a taking care of our body, taking deep breaths, right? Supporting ourselves through the journey. Um, so understanding like our, where our feelings are stemming from um, and honoring them. Exactly. I think that's incredible. And I think that that's incredible advice because anyone can create something for themselves, right? I mean, you can look up on Google, you know, how to create a six, seven figure business and you can see, I mean, you can see all everything you need right there. So why isn't everyone a millionaire, right? It's because there's, there's a lot of those other emotional struggles that hold people back from creating that kind of success. And so focusing on that, I think is really powerful. You know, I'll also add understanding what narrative is running through our brain, right? So a lot of times we have certain beliefs about money, success, uh, taking chances, saving money for a rainy day, sticking to what's safe, you know, um, who we're supposed to be, whether it's professionally. And all of these ideas might come from our parents, our uh, family systems, right, expectations, and a lot of times we one of the biggest struggles is when we feel like we're breaking the norm, right? Like we're doing things differently and we have people that we love, um, you know, are the people that love us and support us like doubting, right? Or questioning, are you sure about that? And then we start to doubt ourselves. And I think that's where like recognizing what are the what what mentality, you know, what kind of framework um, am I viewing things through and is it helping me so like i have one you know example on that when 
when my mom, when I decided that I was going to go into private practice, um, you know, my mom and I have a great relationship and she's very supportive. And I know that. Uh, however, one of the things that she asked me at the beginning was, well, what if you don't get any clients? Why would I not get any clients? Like, what if you don't get enough clients? And I was like, what if there's too many clients? And we kind of just kept going back. And, but she was like, but what if like it just doesn't work? And I'm like, well, then I'll, I'll deal with it. Right. Um, in the moment when she was asking me these questions, I had this initial response to, to kind of like to doubt myself, like, you're right. Maybe I am doing like, I don't know, like ah, maybe it's too much. Um, but what I after reflection, what I realized was that her framework or she's looking at me as her daughter. So she's seeing my decision. She's seeing me, what I'm doing very differently from what I'm seeing. Right. Because she's not a clinician. I'm a clinician. Um, I'm not, so our framework is different and, and understanding like our own framework and then also kind of like letting go of things that don't serve us, right? Mentalities that just don't work. They, they might've worked for our grandparents who, you know, had a certain job. Um, they might've worked for our parents who let's say maybe worked a traditional nine to five job. And I don't understand why, you know, you're working at in the morning and then you're doing what you want to do and then working at night, right? It doesn't make sense. And that's okay because we have to adopt uh, this, you know, uh, this mentality and reality that like we are going to do things differently. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's doing things differently, I think is a bit of an understatement. I mean, I've definitely at this point, I've kind of made myself unemployable. You know what I mean? Like I'm an entrepreneur through and through. I can never go back. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I feel that. And I love the uh, your responses to those what if questions because you get that a lot, right? Especially from family, like, oh, well, you know, what, what if it doesn't work? Like, well, so so what? Yeah. You know, so so it doesn't yeah, work. Absolutely. You know, well, my other option is okay. Well, I go to you know work a nine to five and then retire when I'm sixty five and then die. You know, like I'd rather this not work than do that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And also, you know, I always uh, in therapy, I encourage clients to identify if that's your voice in your narrative, right? Sometimes, and, you know, I don't know if, and if your uh, listeners can relate, we have a voice in our head. We can hear people kind of talk, like we, it's almost like we hear someone out. We hear our parents saying, we hear our grandparents, we hear, like, maybe it's like uh, a saying, a phrase they used to say, and it just pops up in our head, right? Like money doesn't grow on trees, right? And then like, we have a, a response to that and we're like oh right so when we're having these thoughts it's recognizing like are these my viewpoints right or am i as we do with a lot of things am i kind of like carrying them on and it's that moment of awareness kind of recognizing like oh wait a minute this, this thought this feeling this framework that i'm like i'm viewing things through is actually not my own because i'm excited and i'm willing to take risks then we could kind of create that separation from it Yes, exactly. I love that. Because, I mean, you really have to, I mean, you have to be able to take risks Absolutely. for this to work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Camilla, I think we could probably talk for hours about all of this, but I want to make sure I'm respecting your time and the time of our listeners. I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast you. and sharing your insights and sharing how you've been able to create this world for yourself. For people who are interested in you and in the work that you're doing, either therapy or the supplements, where can they find out more about you? Yeah. So a couple options. One, if you type in Google, Camilla Smith, LCSW, there'll be several on Google. You'll be able to find the link to 
kind of my therapy, just different ones. But that's kind of a easy option. Another one um, to learn more about kind of the nutrition supplement part. The website is uh, www.joinbecome, but become with a K. So it's joins, J-O-I-N, become is B-E-K-O-M-E, and then it's dot co. So not dot com, but dot co. So join become with a K dot co. Um, and that there's a, a lot of great information there. Definitely encourage anyone that's kind of curious about that gut brain connection, nutrition and alternative wellness to check uh, the site out, especially under our blog. Um, we've, you know, we've really been intentional about trying to just put you know, information out there and kind of lead with education. Um, so great resource as well. Thank you Perfect. so much. I just want to thank you for your time. And, you know, I really I appreciate this opportunity. Of course. Thank you for, for being willing to take your time and come on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.